It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello, it's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 in Gloucester Park Friday night. And a big night tonight, we've got the Wasba Breeders Stakes for the Phillies and Mares Group 2 and uh, a great race it is tonight. A couple of scratchings in there, but still, still a great race. Uh, we've also got um, the, um, the APG uh, feature tonight as well. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on and deep dive into a few races with our man Scott Bomber-Hill, the entering to see what he's uh, got uh, in store for us today. We'll also catch up with BK, who's going to um, uh, tip us a few uh, on the East Coast. But I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a big hello to the Derby winner, Glenn Mortimer. Mortz, congratulations on last week. Uh, it must have been a big thrill, particularly on the back of last year. Uh, morning, Michael. was a huge thrill, and uh, congratulations and thanks go to our first guest this morning. Can't wait to be chatting to multiple, and I mean multiple, <laughs> Group 1 winning trainer and rainsman Justin Prentice. Uh, last week's WA Derby certainly didn't, uh, didn't disappoint. Great it race. A, it was a super race, and it was built up for weeks into a match race, and we always knew there was potentially other horses that could figure, and it didn't disappoint. It delivered on no. the night, and it was just a, a real Fire, spectacle. Fireworks from the word go. Yeah, it was a spectacle, and that's what people go to see. But tonight's another night. Well, they, they didn't go and see it, but hopefully they tuned in. <laughs> and I really want to apologise to all the neighbours in Mayland. So I got a high five from Ross Fitzgerald, knocked me back into the kitchen. I think the hand's still a bit sore, but uh, another great night of um, pacing tonight at Gloucester Park. As you said, the Wasbar yep. Breeders Stake and the Group 2 Rock and Roll World at Orwood Stud. Four-year-old APG Consolation Final. Yeah. How did you manage to fit all that well, on the, the race book? I don't know. Well, I don't even know where it's going to fit on the big screen, but anyway. <laughs> and our, our man Bomber is going to find us a few winners tonight. Good seven-unit win uh, last yep. Friday night. BK, well, tip he was on fire. He's, on he's fire. St stuck with the strength. Yeah, Bomber. so it was he good. Knew. But uh, just quickly before we get into it, um, Gloucester Park Tuesday night. Any chance it'll be Gloucester Park Tuesday? It just seems there'll be more opportunity for uh, wagering. Oh, it's definitely something we've tried to do for over the past couple of years, and um, I, I think there's there'll be another push to do it again. So, I mean, we're always in dialogue with Sky Channel, but obviously there's a lot of meetings going on, but that would be the preference because yeah. it would increase wagering by a fair bit. I would have thought so. That's yep. good to hear. Hopefully we can get that uh, yep. done. And I know previously we've tried different things like, you know, 900 metre yeah. races, 1100. Yeah. Is, there, is there a time where you need to just revisit 
that sort of thing, smaller fields, just try and mix it up, or is it just dead and buried? Oh, I'm, I'm not sure it's dead and buried because quite Queensland are actually doing the, the hot shots and have done a couple of things, and there's a couple of different races. We haven't really tried it a great deal over here, um, and, and I think it's more there's there's a bit of resistance from, I think, trainers, trainers, and, yeah. trainers and drivers, yeah. but uh, look, I... I think they're always going to talk about it. I think they'll keep it coming around in cycles. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Just, you know, we just yeah. need to look at... I mean, like last Friday night's race was a great yeah. spectacle, over 2,500, yeah. but uh, a lot of the younger people just find that yeah. sort of racing too long. Yeah. And rumour has it your stable is growing, Rags. Is that um, <laughs> another recent purchase? Is that correct? Uh, well, you should know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm just making sure if I, if I purchase a horse, you're in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and... and and does Nicole know about this one? Um, it took a couple of days. Okay, beautiful. But you broke it to her. Good. Let's get on with it, hey, because uh, big show coming up today. Big show. And, and before we get into our first guest and relive last week, this segment is brought to you by who else? Retrovision, of Retrovision, course. Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. That's on the guaranteed lowest price. That's correct. And it's our bonus, bonus sales. So Oof. we've got... Huge bonuses, bonus bonus. huge bonuses store-wide, so get into Retrovision like this a, weekend. It's like a double whispering. Yes. All right, As we, um, uh, before we introduce our uh, first, uh, our guest, it's uh, the trainer and driver of last week's derby, uh, Justin Prentice. Let's go back a week, and I'll tell you what, the build-up was big between uh, Leverage Owen, Jumpin' Jack Mack, Junior fired out of the gate. It was, it was action-packed from the get-go. Leverage O really applied the pressure, and it was Mighty Ronaldo who emerged at the right time with Justin Prentice to take out the Sky Racing WA Derby. Let's go back one week. Getting right up on the inside, and Mighty Ronaldo is getting into the clear. 27 mile in the next quarter. What a race. Leverage over the outside. Put the nose in front, but here's Mighty Ronaldo letting go with the run. Sugar Street, and then came jumping Jack Mac Penny Tiger in the straight. Mighty Ronaldo has raced up and shot to the front of the Derby Zofa. Sugar Street battles on well. On the inside is the jumping Jack Mac coming back, and then Leverage over. But Mighty Ronaldo outstanding. Raced away and won easily. From jumping Jack Mac and Sugar Street, and then came Leverage. Yeah, it was a it was a great race. Uh, tell you what, the the middle the middle half of the last mile, twenty eight four, twenty seven nine, really set it up for a horse like uh, Mighty Ronaldo to uh, to find the line. And it gives me great pleasure to introduce his trainer and driver, um, Justin Prentice. Justin, welcome to the show, and congratulations on uh, the Derby win last week. Yeah, good morning, Reds. Uh, thanks for having me on. And, yeah, thanks very much. It's a great thrill and it's good to listen to it again. <laughs> even even with an echo. Um, mate, the, the, the race panned out beautifully for you. They, they were hot from the gate um, and just continued to, uh, to, to roll for you. Um, you must have been really happy in the run, even though you're probably one further back than you expected at full back the pegs. But... Just the way the, the race, the, the way the race panned out, you must have been really happy in the run. Yeah, I was. I was. I was really happy once he, you know, he, he settled beautiful. Um, I was a little bit worried that first quarter. I would have liked that to have been a little bit quicker, but they they up tempoed pretty quick after that. And coming down for the bell, there was a couple in the one wide line that looked like they were starting to get under a fair bit of pressure, and uh, I thought it's going to be hard for a three wide line to to get around them, and I was. Once we we got around the birdcage corner, there I was, I was starting to get pretty confident that we we're definitely going to see daylight. Um, it was just a matter of you know, like 
uh, whether we were close enough and um, and and when the right time was to get him completely into the clear was. And uh, once I got up on the, the helmets of the 400, I, I couldn't quite tell how well Tris, uh, Chris was travelling with Lavra Joe, but uh, I was travelling that good that I, I thought he was going to have to be pretty, uh, have a fair bit left to be able to hold me out. Yeah, and uh, we've seen what Lavra Joe's done, you know, recently, he's monstered field. So to be at the bound and look and see in the one wide line, you had horses that were not in the market and starting to tie and must have given you, um, um, you know, must have been good to see. When, at, at what stage did you think, this is ours, we've got this? Uh, probably when I pulled him out at the 400, I was, I was pretty happy with the way he'd, he'd sprinted. He covered him pretty quick. Um, well, got on top of him pretty quick anyway. And I just, uh, it was a little bit like slippy. You sort of have that feeling like we might win this, but also you have in the back of your mind, you just hope that they can hold their run and, and nothing goes wrong. Obviously, I was a little bit concerned if we turned for home and, and we ended up in a dog fight with Lavra Joe. You know, he's, he's so tough. He's such a hard horse to get over, but... Um, Mighty Ronaldo just sort of kept running away from him. He felt super through the line. You didn't think at any stage you might just might just switch off there and um, and and cause a bit of heartache. Well, I, I sort of did in in the slipper, um, but he his last fifty was was good in that. So I was, I was pretty confident when I pulled the the deafness and the blinds just before we turned for home, and I I, I hadn't pulled them yet. I'd, only had him on two or three starts and when I pulled them he he pricked his ears and I had a bit of a heart flutter but um, once he really levelled out he he felt super the whole way down the straight and it was pretty enjoyable unfortunately I couldn't hear any uh, any of his loyal owners screaming but um, I'm not sure I would have been able to hear him over myself anyway. Well I'm surprised (laughs) you didn't uh, hear some of your loyal owners because uh had to apologise to the next-door neighbours in Mayland, so we're surprised that didn't, you know, float across well, the river and you I, didn't hear that one. But well, And I can tell you, Justin, there was only probably 20 people standing up the front. Everyone heard you uh, cross the line and give a, give a bit of a, a, a shout-out as you cross the line, we, which we normally can't hear if you, if you do that, but uh, because there was no-one on track and there was no sound, uh, it actually carried a bit. And I believe, I believe there was a couple of expletives uh, in there as well. Um, <laughs> Uh, Justin, uh, at the start, were you concerned when you saw Penny Tiger drop in to that three peg uh, position? I was I was more concerned that if things didn't work out, how it's going to look from that from the outside. It's amazing how many things can run through your head in a in a, in a short part of a race. But um, I was I was happy. With, doing it earlier I didn't I didn't want to chase him up he was quite keen on the gate and he got a little bit keen in his in his race to start before when I'd driven him so I was I was just sort of happy to let him run away from him we went they went so quick that first hundred um I I sort of thought if we can hold him out under our own steam without asking too much of him then we'll do so and if I have to push him and sort of really ask him to to keep pinning Tiger out, then it, then it's not worth it. So, um, you know, I was sort of happy with three or four fence before the race. We sort of thought that was the best place to be, and and obviously we're going to 
need a bit of luck, but um, we're hoping we might have been due for a little bit. Yeah, well, the, the the start before that, the, the the horse on the outside when you're on the pegs just wouldn't drop off, whereas this week they dropped off at the right time for you. Everyone kept on falling away by the wayside every time you needed it to, and you, you were just able to take the position you wanted to. Yeah, I suppose that was the only worry is that the, I wasn't sure whether the last quarter would definitely be slower than the two before it, just because of the quality horses that are they're going to be up there and. Labrador is still the last 1200s have been unbelievable. You know, they've been 28 pretty much, 27 every one. And we thought if we're a little bit too far off them, you know, and they still run a high 27 or a low 28, it might make it a little bit difficult. But um, thought it was a, a risk worth worth taking by not using him early and having a full tank of fuel. And honestly, when he when he cruised up behind him and or 500 he honestly felt like he'd only just joined in the race he just traveled so good um his turn of foot you know exceptional was you've seen the sectionals that he ran at ran at bunbury and obviously it's a you know it's a massive advantage that he's able to do it off a off a hot tempo like he did friday night now justin this is the one part you don't like and that is when people tell you just how good a driver you are and I'm going to make the point again that uh, it was an amazing drive on, and I'm just thinking back to your last two drives, Mighty Ronaldo in the Derby and then when you drove him also in the Golden Slipper. You obviously know these horses inside and out because you train them, you know exactly what they can do, what they can't do, and your drive Friday night was as good a drive as you'll see anywhere on any given day. When you go across the line and win those sorts of races, do you ever think... Gee, I should drive more because I know some of your owners probably think that. No, definitely not. Um, the slipper, I felt bad straight after the race that Junior wasn't on. Um, obviously, you know, it's been a massive part of uh, my stable for a fair period of time now, and um, you know, he he had the choice between the two and obviously the barrier draw made it made it hard but I honestly would get as big a thrill out of it if junior drove it it doesn't um, mean as much you know the fact that I'm driving it obviously um, you know it's 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 good to be able to get on them and I just think that the advantage that I I know the horse um, better than anybody else makes up for the fact that I'm not out there every week like I, I used to be and what I might lack in kind of, you know, sort of split-second decisions that you, you need to make and, and it helps being out there every week. I can make make up for the fact that I, I know the horse and if Junior jumps off and, and you just got to put somebody else on that you that's never driven the horse before, then I just think that it's that me knowing the horse will make up for the, the fact that I'm not out there every week and lucky enough, I suppose... Um, I don't drive very often, but when I have driven, it's been in the bigger races, so I have a bit of experience with that as well, and I can try and keep the nerves away and just worry about doing the right thing by the horse. Well, you certainly do that. You, you, you keep the nerves away, and it was, a, like I said, a classic drive. So where to now from Ronaldo? He, um, he won the Horse of the Year. He's won the Golden Slipper. He's won the WA Derby. Um, he's got a pretty uh, pretty good looking resume at the moment what's uh, what's for him next he's in the 
Pearl Heats on Tuesday at Costa Park, which are a couple of pretty good heats. It's obviously, Lavra Joe's going back around again, so um, hopefully we can qualify for the final the, uh, 10 days later and, and we can go around in that. And then I'm pretty sure it's a week later is the APG race that we'll, we'll look to go around in. And then the pretty well the, the grand final for him will be the, the West Spread uh, at the end of towards the end of June. So we'll look to, to get him through those, hopefully, if, if he uh, keeps training well and, and seems good in himself, which he hasn't been overly raced as a, as a three-year-old. So, um, you know, he, he's, you know, he eats well and, and nice and relaxed at home, so I don't see why he shouldn't be able to get another few runs out of him and then, and then he'll have a well-deserved break and, and we'll work out a plan from there. And just sorry, just on, on one other point, um, you had a horse that ran second in a Golden Slipper and second in a WA Derby. So his resume doesn't look as good, but I know there's a lot of people wanting to know uh, where Major Martini is at. Yeah, so he's uh, out at uh, Limerick Park at, at Graham Mules, uh, having a bit of rehab work, um, just doing a bit of walking and swimming, and then he'll get a he'll get a check checked over by the vet and see whether he's right to start start work again so uh, I've got everything crossed in my body that he can he can come back in in a few weeks time and and then I'll start having to pull my hair out again I'd imagine because he's, he's um, not everything goes smooth with him all the time he's um, a lot of the, you know he takes a lot of your time and a lot of your worry but I think he's he's, he's definitely been worth it and like you said he's obviously he ran He's got a pretty good resume already, and he's sort of pretty gone pretty close to to winning four Group Ones, which would be hard for any horse to do. So um, hopefully we can we can get him back and and get him into the form that we we think is the horse that he could be. Yeah, well, he's he's obviously a stable favourite and a superstar. He's by uh, Art Major and. Just before we let you go, uh, Justin, you bought uh, an art major for Trotsind at the latest um, APG sales, and we're about to release that um, syndicate very, very shortly. And uh, you've had a bit of success, as I said, with art majors, with particularly with Major Martini. And uh, this fella looks like he, um, is so far, has done everything right, and uh, hopefully that uh, it's it's another good one for for Trotsind. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's come back from the the breakers now. He's uh, down with mum getting nice and fat so he um, he looked fantastic he, he broke in really well uh, Christine was extremely happy with him probably uh, probably the nicest gated out of the, the babies that, that she broke in and uh, he's, he's filled out really nice and he looks like an art major which I like so looking forward to bringing him bringing him into work and, and yeah like you said hopefully we've had some success with drops in and hopefully that can continue with this fella. Yeah, we're about to release that uh, that uh, syndicate so that'll be shortly but you can contact Gloucester Park uh, and, and inquire we can send out all the details just as we're getting that uh, that registered but yeah as you said he's doing everything right at the moment and uh, I think it'll be 3,900 for a five set tree and that's the first 12 months including breaking in and everything else which is which is what Trotson's about so you only pay once for the first 12 months and then it's a uh, trying to keep the uh, cost down as low as possible, and as they say, um, what do they say? Five percent of the bill, hundred percent of the thrill. More. Absolutely, absolutely. No, that's uh, that's very exciting, and um, that's a great price to have all those um, 
uh, fees yep. paid up front. So yep. that's great. Just sorry, just one last yep. question for Justin. Uh, what race is on the bucket list next? You, you know, I know the WA Derby was right there at the top for a long time. What's the next one that you you need to knock over? Uh, oh, obviously, would love to. Uh, I've always loved the Nugget. Um, it's a. I was able to um, dive it with uh, I'm victorious, and uh, it's just sort of like the the start of those horses that go into free for all and probably close to the most exciting race I think so that would be obviously a, a race that I'd love to be able to win and um, hopefully this this mighty Ronaldo can can be there hopefully in, in six months time or whenever that is and um, yeah obviously that would be you know an exciting race to be able to to be able to win and hopefully one day we can sponsored by Rich Vision as well, which is even more important. Absolutely. All right. JP, right. thanks for your time. We know you're busy on a Friday, mate. But uh, once again, congratulations on, on not only a great drive, but a great training performance for, for Mighty Ronaldo. And uh, hopefully it continues for you as we move forward. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on. Good on you, Justin Prentice there. Not too many better in the business, as uh, you would say. None better in the business. Michael, when it comes to two- and three-year-old horses... There is nobody better in WA than Justin yeah. Prentice. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's certainly, I think, 10, 10 Group 1s just as two-year-olds. Mm. Uh, and, and how long has he been training? He's only 31 years of yeah. age. So, so five or six years, something yeah. like that, as a full-time trainer? Anyway. Big future in front of him. And that trots in uh, horse sounds oh, great. Yeah, no, he's a good-looking Really fella. good. Yeah, lo- really looking forward to syndicating this fella. And as I said, contact Gloucester Park because um, this, this fella looks, looks like he's ticking all the boxes for us. All right, time to go take a break. We've gone over. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> when you're in control. As <laughs> uh, so we get to the break, we're going to get a Bunbury. The De Campo finals were last week. The Colts was won by where, uh, what are the odds, which was really good the previous start for um, Ryan Bell and Mickey Grantham, who was a short-price favourite. But in the in the Phillies, it was really good that Aidan De Campo trifected the race in, in his family's uh, memorial race. Uh, and he was—he actually picked the right one. Artistic scribe for um, uh, owner and breeder Mike Howie. As we, the, as we go to the break, let's listen to artistic scribe winning the DeCampo Memorial last week at Bunbury. The red eye at the 400. Now you see me running in front. Now make your marks out and running. And our wider on the track, artistic scribe trying to come home very strongly. Sport, sport, sport. Catch the red eye. Run right up behind a wall as they head towards the turn. Then came better than secret and Bush Bell. Into the straight they run. Now you see me running. Hit the front. Artistic scribe's out wider on the track. Dashed up quickly. Artistic scribe. Now you see me running. Catch the red eye trying to get out. Runs on well with sport, sport, sport. But it is artistic scribe in front. And it's going to be a DeCampo trifecta as well. In the De Campo Memorial. Artistic Scribe wins second there past the post we had. And now you see me running. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Lee looks, looks to be going, going really well, though, Sagano. And then came Sergeant further back in the field is our surrogate, but coming off the back, Sagano is clear. It's Sagano going through the third quarter in 27.6, really zipped there. Lead by, lead by three metres on its back is Rock in the Box. On the outside, Plutonium. Dios is out three wide, whacking away. And then came Sergeant in the straight. He's about to go for the leader. It's Sagano clear from Rock in the Box. Dior and Plutonium, but Sagano doing it well. Over Rock in the Box, Dior's the 
the outside, and Sagano goes home to win it well. Sagano by three metres, second, Dior's. Sounded like Richie was getting a bit tired towards the end of the Just night. Just a bit, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what, uh, he finished the night for us on a great note. Uh, sure Sagano did. getting the cash. Uh, last race winner, we love that. Started at $1.90 in the end, Sagano, but it was an mm. easy watch for uh, followers of Talking Harness WA. And uh, unfortunately, we've got that echo through the replays uh, today. We'll get that sorted out with uh, the, the vision provider for this week. Uh, but um, this segment's brought to you by Loans123. Car loans, debt consolidation, or your personal finance, who do you see? The nude nuts, Steve Sell. He's a great bloke, Steve Yeah, Sell. he's one of the best. And uh, if he can't help you, no one can. Go to loans123.com.au and uh, our man, the nude nut, will sort out all your personal finance. Well, it's a big uh, welcome to the show, our man, Bomber Hill. Bomber, great way to finish the night last week and uh, a winning performance with Sagano. Yeah, it was a nice night to, uh, yeah, nice way to finish. And uh, we had a couple of easy watches last night with uh, Swartz's Mighty Ronaldo. Yeah. Very comfortable win there. And then uh, an easy watch in the last. So hopefully we're going to repeat that tonight. Yeah, well well done with the derby. Sticking solid with the team, which is great. Yep, appreciate your support, Bummer. That's always good. <laughs> All right. So because, because our man JP was on, we're running a little bit out of time, so let's get into uh, the first race we've got to look at, and it's the budget stock feeds in Oakford Mobile uh, Pace, which is over the 2130 metres, and Ultra Intrigue, um, $1.60. Plutonium, which Gary Hall Jr. has opted to drive, $2.90. Rock in the Box at $51. Our sequel at $21. Jasper Vella Beach at $12, The Horse at $71, My Sweet Deal $23, Blissful Abbey $26, The Julian Arai at $101, and Euphoric Moment at $750. The favourite, uh, interesting here, Hall Senior Trained, Callum Savalco on, and Plutonium at $290 with Gary Hall on drawn one and two. Which way did you go, Bomber? He's very short, uh, Outer Intrigue, probably looks the leader, but yeah, poisonous odds to for mine, and uh, I went with Blissful Abbey as a place bet in this race. She was absolutely luckless at the last start, went all over the back of them, and the leader was unable to kick away for her. She went equally as good as uh, anything in that race and would have won with a gap. So the seven there means nothing beside her name. She, she got home in 56-2, went second to Heaven Showgirl before that. And I think uh, so long as there's enough pressure up front, she can be really strong late at a good price. Yeah, just looking at the last word, thanks to Tim Walker and uh, those at Tab Radio. Ultra Intrigue is a day-to-day proposition, will be short, but I wouldn't take it. Try and lead. Christopher Voke will need the race put on, but going well. So that's good enough for a place bet for me, Bomber. What's the staking plan in race one? Yeah, two-unit place to kick off. I think she just needs to find the right helm at home, and she'll be very, very strong. Excellent. And she's 370 on tab touch fixed nice. odds for the place. Nice. All right, the next race we're going to look at, and it is the uh, mill feed made in WA, 4 WA, over the 2130 metres, and Cavalry Corps at 650, Extreme Prince 19, back in 20 for JP at $1.90, Beach Skipper at $18, Q Town Rip Roaring at 9, there you go at 5 and solid. Uh, not a Benedinario at 650, Mr. RD at 23 and 34 for Kiwi Bloke. Which way have you gone in this one, Bomber? I'm actually with There You Go for uh, our man Lindsay Harper here. He's the leader. He he very rarely doesn't cross when he draws the front line. And he was involved in that, you know, farcical race here a couple of weeks ago where they ran a 35 lead time and never came up for air. 
the two that he engaged in a war there with were beaten 17 and 80 metres respectively, and he only went down about seven or eight. I thought he went really, really well. And, uh, yeah, back in 20s, main danger. He does his best work in front. I don't think he'll get the front tonight with there you go, crossing. And he's going to give us a hell of a side in front if he can steal a quarter, I think. There you go. This is uh, Groundhog Day. Um, Lindsay Harper, he will cross them. Had a few runs back now, so we'll give him a chance in front. Likes to lead. Kyle Harper was in that same race. Can win. And Callan Savelko was in the same race. Racing well, hoping to lead. We'll see what happens. <laughs> There's a war of words there, so it's going to be an interesting to see how that plays out. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? Uh, yeah, one unit, there you go. I think, as I said, he crosses, just needs to steal one quarter, and then have a kick up the lane. All right, that's race number three. And um, just before we go to the break, sad news, Mortz. Um, Joe Emma passed away yesterday. He was... Um, uh, major part of the Caduceus Club for a long time. Uh, owned a lot of horses. Um, had 282 winners as an owner. The best, the 1995 two-year-old Pacer of the Year in My Temptation, which won the Pearl and the Sire Stakes. Um, he also bred Slick Operator out of My Temptation, uh, who won a Champagne Classic and uh, was runner-up in the Pearl. And more recently, Bubbles and Bling won a, a Western Crown, and um, a rich American was his last winner in January this year. So, really sad news. A great bloke, Joe Iemo, who's loved the game, very knowledgeable, and, and really sad for his family and friends. And there's a lot of friends out there for, for yeah, Joe. Absolutely. Very, uh, very sad news. Yeah, really good bloke. All right, as we go to the break. Uh, we just tipped, there you go. He was in the race last week against uh, Shanway. Ran third, got held up behind the leader. Hopefully he crosses uh, tonight and leads all the way. But as we go to the break, let's listen to Shanway, who was a really good performance to lead all the way. Better denario and slightly checked JB Mooney in the meantime it's Shanway out in front going okay leading three metres Lord Roscoe there you go no run not a better denario gets going again with a big move out wider and right on its back is Mr Ideas they come to the turn though and Shanway still travels leads two metres not a better denario's out wide Mr ID trying to run on and there you go can't get a run Shanway in front not a better denario coming but Shanway holding on not a better denario's coming out after Shanway Shanway clings you're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Inside is better grid and better coming off the back. Star of Diamonds clear from in second place on the outside. Sun Beach Party, Savvy Bromax letting go. It's out wide, still giving away 15 metres, but starting to charge as they come up towards the home turn. Here comes Savvy Bromack with a booming run. After Star of Diamonds, who's got a break? Savvy Bromack is down the outside. Star of Diamonds, the leader though, from Savvy Bromack, who's given away too much start. Star of Diamonds in front, folks, stole it, and Star of Diamonds has won from Savvy Bromack and third home, Sun Beach yeah, lead all the way in the stand start there for Star of Diamonds in the uh, Laurie Kennedy Race for the Roses. And it's uh, been uh, a couple of years since uh, Laurie passed away, unfortunately. Former committee member of Gloucester Park and a life member of uh, WASBA. And we have the Bo WASBA Breeder Stakes, and we'll talk about that race in just a moment. Sorry, just that uh, drive by Christopher Vogt last week to get that horse out of the stand, yeah. that was just superb. Yeah, yeah. Great. 
He's in great form. Oh, sure is. Sivo. All right, so this segment is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. We know driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda, no more so than you, Mort's corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads, and we know how reliable and great cars the, the Mazdas are, and as you know from Bayswater Mazda, it. the Ask the Sale service is second to none. Yeah, the, the car is fantastic, beautiful driving car, very quiet, and the team down there are great, and I've already recommended somebody else to go down there, and they've looked after them beautifully, so... Get down and see Anthony and the team. Yep, beautiful. All right, let's have a look at the feature race tonight, or one of the features. It's the Wasba Breeder Stakes for uh, the Phillies and Mares at Group 2 level, 21, 30 metres. And a couple of scratchings here um, from the Reed camp. We've got uh, number one is out, uh, Tiffany Rose. Um, and we've got uh, Queen Shenandoah at 4.20. Talker up at $21. Star of Diamonds, last week's winner, at three ninety in from $5. Delightful Reaction at 61 Armour Indy comes out. Suing You at $26. Savvy Bromac at $8. Weewa at 41 Leap of Faith at $9. Heaven Showgirl, who's been in great form, into two sixty-five and favourite. Sun Beach Party at nine fifty, And the two reserves get a start. Elder Angel, Angel at $23. Uh, and Westburn yield at 91. Um, so do they start a, from, Alter's Angels start from number one? I think so. Uh, I'll, I'll confirm that. But if Bomber yep. wants to get through his tips, we'll confirm that right now. Good stuff. Bomber, well, which way do you go in this race? Yeah, so I'm with uh, Savvy Bromack here. Another, you know, really good mares race. And they've been, you know, all been around the money. You know, she has a really, really good high turn of speed, this mare, and I uh, think she has to go back from the gate, which is a bit of a concern. But as long as there's enough pressure on, with, um, and which it looks to be, I think Star of Diamonds probably looks to work to the top. There's a little bit of speed underneath, so could be some pressure through the first quarter. And then uh, if we can see some mid-race tempo as well, and she can jump onto the back of something like Heaven Showgirl or some beach party. We know if she's within two to three lengths of the 600, her speed is going to carry her a long way to running over the top here. So... Looking for her to hurdle down the outside late and knock them off at a really nice price. And driven by Gary Hall Jr., so that uh, just makes it even better. What's the staking plan there, Bomber? Yeah, we're not getting overly invested tonight. It's a bit of a tricky program, so just the one unit again, but you know, around that $8 mark, as Rad said. Beautiful. All right, and uh, Elder's Angel comes out of Barrier 1. And Westburn Yield outside the front and Barrier 9. So 1 and 9, the uh, the wings for the reserves. Outer Angel in 1 and Westburn Yield in 9. Mm-hmm. And the last race we're going to look at is the Rock and Roll World at Allwood Stud 4-year-old APG Consolation Final. And it's worth 50000 And uh, we'll have a look at the market here. And Poised to Pounce is drawn 1 at 220 uh, Caveman is at $11. Miragon's a favourite at $2 in five cents from two oh five. Valentine's Brook at $10. Uh, Manning's a scratching. Uh, Hasty at uh, Hasty at $26 and the Cobreaker at $26. Uh, it's small field, but interesting race here, um, uh, Bomber. Uh, interesting to see whether Poised to Pounce wants to hold up against Miragon and maybe the market says that he will. Yeah, he'll be definitely holding up in, over the mile. You know, it's a hand-up, give-up sort of scenario. So he'll be holding up. And, you know, on paper, it probably looks a two-horse race. But I think these two are just going to go crazy in front. Uh, Boys to Pounce is going to try and get uh, Miragon out of his comfort zone. Lewis will know that he has to keep applying pressure to Boys to Pounce. And we've seen these mile races before. The, the leaders back and three-peak can be absolutely dynamite. And 
there's a one sitting in behind the leader in Caveman that loves following high speed, and I just think it, the you know double figure odds. He's going to give us a really good look late if these two do go as hard as I expect. So, yeah, I think he can either blow out chance. And driven by our man Mark Reed, Very nice price there of $11. So what's the play here then, Bomber, in race nine? Yeah, another one-unit bet to finish it up. Hopefully, like I say, a really nice price. So hopefully poised to pounce. Miragon cut each other up and we just peel to the outside and knock them off late. Bomber. Beautiful. Hopefully we get the result that we did last week. Uh, we don't want to put you on the list, so hopefully <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we get the result and uh, next week we're back in uh, punting with the, the tab touch dollars. Mate, thanks for your time and we'll speak to you next week. Pleasure, guys. Thank you very much. Have a great night. All right, there's Bomber Hill, our man. As we go to the break, uh, the two-year-old fillies last week and Valhalla Miss, hasn't she done a wonderful job for the Hamiltons, Barry and Linda? Um, and Kyle Harper's been in the bike the whole time. Now made it three from four with a second and almost 80000 in prize money for the Hamiltons, Valhalla Miss. Great, great effort. And as we go to the break, let's listen to Valhalla Miss take out a, a really strong two-year-old fillies race from last week. So, so the leader, Val Hallamis, still going OK. okay. Clear. Leads about seven metres. Sovrunner is wide out trying to close in. Beyond the sea, still there. And then came Bond Star, but Val Hallamis is clear on the turn. Leads six or seven metres beyond the sea. Sovrunner is trying hard as well. And then came out a stormy lady. Val Hallamis clear. In second place beyond the sea. And then came getting up on the inside is out a stormy lady. Val Hallamis in front near the line. Good drive. Harper out in the lead. And Val Hallamis beat beyond the sea. Third on the inside out of you're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Off the back, 27-5, third quarter, expensive ego. He's three metres to Mac Dan, who's under pressure, but battling on. Then Jellyby Nitro. And on the outside, Pacifico Dream. Expensive ego turns nicely clear. He's six metres in front and got away. Starts to open up now. Pulls away from Mac Dan, Pacifico Dream, then Jellyby Nitro. But it's all expensive ego, and the favourites racing away. Expensive ego goes on to win it by 10 metres. Terrific run, Pacifico Dream second. Third place, Mac Dan, and fourth, Jellyby Nitro. Yeah, that was expensive ego and uh, probably the horse that's on the uh, the verge of being the best horse in the country uh, at the moment. Expensive ego, dollar twenty might have even been overs in a race like that, that's coming out of a, coming out of uh, a miracle mile uh, into those sort of races. And uh, yeah, he's too good for them, and he's just got to go from strength to strength. He's a special horse, expensive sure ego. Is. And this segment is brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Boots. Built for comfort, made for work. Another derby winner in Ross Fitzgerald as the main man there. Yes, uh, great sponsor of the show. And, of course, um, Steel Blue Australia's, Australia's leading supplier of work boots. Yeah. Still got a sore hand from that high five that he gave me. But <laughs> built for comfort, made for work. And they do a lot of charity work raising money with their boots. So it's a, a really good foundation. And, yes, congratulations to Ross. He's just racked up uh, Group One after Group One. Oh, he's a lucky man. We should get him an ownership of one of our one of my horses. Good idea. So Good get, idea. I can get a bit of luck rubbing off. All right. Uh, a big week last week. We had a bomber got the cash, and also M M B K got the cash. B K was a good week last week. 
too bad. And congrats, Mortz. Well done on a derby winner. I was up watching it last Friday and not cheering you home. So, uh, well done. <laughs> Yes, I could hear you uh, cheering from uh, Cabotice there, mate, so much appreciated. Yes, and our man Jack uh, Callaghan got the cash for us last week on a couple of occasions and um, lived up to the rap we gave him, which which is good because sometimes it can be the mock. Uh, I was happy with that. A couple of those late drifted for those that waited for the price. Lacey's Ladd, I think, started $3 or something in the end, so that was, that was handy, as they like to say. All right, Newcastle, we have the, the country championships on uh, there tonight. Uh, what sort of a meeting do you, do you think it is? It's a tough meeting. I've only found one race that I really like, and we'll start with race seven. Uh, number nine, Rock and Roll Tony. I've tipped this one a few times. It's a top of horse that likes a little sit off the speed. I'm going to completely forget its last start when it ran last here. Uh, got into all sorts of trouble there. Um, Look, the last time this horse won was from gate nine, three back to peak, and Blake Hughes was driving it, and that's the scenario tonight. Uh, numbers one and four, there's a bit of pace off, off the front line here. One, three, and four all come out pretty well. Rock and roll Tony, a dead set sits Brenner, in my opinion. I think around the $5 mark is good each way odds in that race. Yeah, he's at 480 on Tab Touch, and uh, was in from $6, so a good bit of support on uh, Tab Touch. Uh, what did you think of the, the country championships at uh, both. Uh, uh, Newcastle and I think Wagga as well. What a racing around the country for trots, you know, or even throughout the day. We've got Golden this afternoon and uh, maybe Mildura, I think it is, and then Wagga, Bendigo and um, Newcastle tonight and then obviously GP. So the, if you can't find a bet on the trots tonight, you're struggling. But um, the TAB Regional Championships are on at Newcastle and obviously uh, race one, uh, the choreographer looks hard to beat for the Jeff Harding stable, uh, won the um, Golden Guitar at Tamworth. Uh, race two, uh, Jasper Styles will be hard to beat now with the scratching of Soho Sinatra. I really actually liked number nine, Miss Cirillo, place in that race at around even money until the three came out. But I think it's mm. a, still an each-way chance, number nine, Miss Cirillo. Um, race three looks like a match race again. Jeff Harding with Rock and Lachlan and uh, Clayton Harvey. I know he has a huge opinion of Major Bob. And then uh, race four is probably the, the weakest of the heats. Um, Max Power going around there. Yes, no, maybe so. I thought it was a big chance. Um, so they look like nice seats at Newcastle. And then, of course, tonight at Wagga, they start at race two. Uh, really good race number two. Rocky Brannock, Jacqueline Ann and Swaggy Shannon. I quite like uh, Rocky Brannock with the draw advantage there and Blake on. I think the distance suits that horse. I've actually backed it early. Uh, race three. <clears throat> really good race this between no more... Uh, no More Lying, which has been flying for the Alan Bartley stable since it's come there, and Rocky Creed, which I think may have won, a, won the big race at Wagga there. Um, when they had it, I can't remember what it was called, and the the, the group won there. Uh, and then it's been in some harder class races, but I think No More Lying with the, the draw advantage probably just in that race. Race four, Rossini should be too good for them. It, uh, it's flying down there, and it won very easy last time. And then obviously the last heat down there, Sees Father Bob, favourite there. It's probably the weakest heat there, and I don't think anything out of that race will probably go on to win those uh, that final down there. But there's good racing in those uh, regional championship heats. New South Wales have done very well to get this sort of event up and going and, and uh, get everywhere with some good horses. Yeah, the, I think it's a carry-on from that million-dollar race, but uh, they've changed the, yeah. the format, which I think is, is suit, it's actually worked out better for them, <laughs> for the change, where they, they run all those regional spread heats. It, so. Spread it around, and yeah. Um, yeah, it could have, actually. Could have. Yeah. 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 BK, thanks for your time. Hopefully we're on the right side of the ledger again this week. Thanks, mate. Have a good one.
good weekend and uh, good luck, Mortz, with your portfolio. You've probably got a winner there tonight somewhere. <laughs> no, Thank you, BK. Tuesday for him, BK. <laughs> oh, Thank you very much. No. Have, a great, <laughs> have a great weekend. Stay tuned. Thanks, BK. Mortz. Thanks for your time. Uh, once again, congratulations. Uh, hopefully it's a, a big night tonight. Just remember at Gloucester Park tonight, it is uh, masks on uh, compulsory and uh, if you go to eat and drink, we've got to be sitting, sitting down. So Absolutely. important information, mate. Thanks for again. Congratulations again and uh, good luck on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Thanks everyone for your time. Until next week, it's bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.